If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Shit, I'm two minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Oh, man. Oh. Uh, that's a loaded question. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And look, we're going to dive. We're going to dive right. We're going to dive into it. I, I think uh, everybody here in Canada knows you because you're a Canadian treasure. Uh, but Sean Desmond joins us on the podcast. It's absolutely true. I mean, uh, pop star, singer, songwriter, dancer, producer, uh, TV, perso- TV personality. This is how we rock it in the T-Dot. In the T-Dot. Oh, come on. Come on in and throw it up. Mr. DJ. Um, uh, just all around really, really cool guy. And thank you for joining us today. No, my God, it's my pleasure. I know you guys, you know, been doing this a little while now. We've been trying to make this work. And finally, I was, I'm glad we can connect and uh, get to rapping about stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're going to talk about a lot of different things, including your somewhat outspoken position on the current restrictions that are in place in Ontario, and yeah. we will get to that coming up. But first mm-hmm. off, I mean, for anybody who's not sure, Sean Desmond, like Kat said, is a Canadian treasure, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are going to get to know you a little bit because before we get into the COVID stuff, there's some things that we found online that I, I want to confirm a little bit here. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Sean, honest, honestly, and I'll admit first that I've done it before, but have you ever Googled yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I have some. I want to see what the fuck people are saying about me. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing bad. I'm telling you, nothing bad, Sean. And I just wanted to run down the list of like the most, the most asked questions. And we know that this is an uncensored podcast. You know that. So feel free to speak freely on any of these or make no comment about any of them. Absolutely. But these are the, these, just so you know, are the most Googled questions about you. Do you want to dive into these first? Let's do it. Okay. So first of all, I mean, everybody should know this. Fuck. Are you even Canadian if you don't know? Who is Sean Desmond's brother? Oh, wow. Mr. Danny Fernandez. I mean, I get this question a lot. Yeah. Uh, Really? People get confused because of the last name thing, right? So Fernandez is my, my real last name. Um, Mm -hmm. And Desmond was a nickname that I got in high school that I decided to use in my English uh, music-making career because I went as Sean Fernandez for a while um, in the Portuguese community across Canada. Mm -hmm. I was like the Portuguese Justin Bieber for a while. Yes, you were. (laughs) Yes, you were, sir. So, yeah, I decided to change it up a little bit, start fresh. Uh, Nothing to do with, you know, I'm very proud of my Portuguese heritage as well. as I'm 25% uh, Italian as well. so, yeah, that's kind of where people get confused and I, where that question comes up a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. I laughed pretty hard. And, and you know what? I'll just fast forward down to this question because you mentioned it. Because for me, growing up in, in Cambridge, and I, Scott grew up in Cambridge, too. So I, had a, I have still a lot of Portuguese friends and everyone will claim right. that they're related to you. I just oh. want you to know that. <laughs> I have so many cousins. You, don't, you have no oh. idea. I well, swear to God, every day I get... 
at least 10, 15 messages. Hey, I know your cousin. Your cousin, yeah. Juan, Juan Carlos. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't like. <laughs> Everyone. There, man. Everyone oh. tries to link to your family tree. Like, I kid you not. It, it, I remember growing up and you would perform some. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you'd perform at the Portuguese Club in Cambridge now and again for events. All the time. Yeah. I, perform, I did it. I started when I was nine and did it till I was about 16. Wow. So I was like. A lot of years, hundreds of shows a year, yeah, everywhere across Canada, obviously the GTA, like you name it, I was there. If there was Portuguese people there, I'm performing at the <laughs> cultural club there. Portuguese Justin <laughs> Bieber, that's I hilarious. It. It's true though, and I remember it being news, sorry I'm sidetracking a bit, but I remember it being like news when you came up with the hairstyle, I know there's a name for it. Where yeah. you The sidewalk. Yes! Yes, yes. And I remember guys in my class trying to do it. I'm like, you're not fucking Sean Desmond. Don't you I even know, try. right? Don't try, yo. Don't try and bite the shit, yo. Don't, uh, you know. <laughs> it's crazy. I was, I was just so bored that one day. Like, you know, it was in between my first and my second album. And everybody was like, yeah, you got to do something. You got to do something, like, that's going to make an impact. And then I'm like, oh, look, let me try doing this to my hair. And it fucking went off. And, you know, I traveled. I toured in and around that time. I did a lot of touring in the GSA, so like Germany, Switzerland, Austria, and looking out in the audience, and all the dudes had the haircut. It was crazy how like and like when I say like there was no Instagram and anything at that time, so mm-hmm. they were getting these pictures like I guess from like the album covers and like I guess there was yeah there was Google and there was the internet obviously, but like it wasn't there was no social media. I think there was MySpace at that time. Yeah, yeah. It was all like mainly like music videos and sharing 100%. music videos. Yeah, yeah. What's it? What's that? What's a music video? I know. I know. I miss <laughs> yeah, those. Really. Di- I know. I'm gonna sound old, but I do. I miss those days. Like I would you, used to just like crush music videos all afternoon yeah. on much, you know. Much on demand. That's new right. music, whatever the hell that show. New music live. Like, <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, Gone. We will. We will go through a couple more here. Um, I I know this answer. Does Sean Desmond have kids? Yes, I have three beautiful kids. Uh, Owen, sorry, Caden is my oldest. Owen is the middle kid. And then my daughter, Sienna, is the youngest. Um, they're amazing. Uh, my daughter is uh, quite entertaining. I think she has the performance genes in her. We're actually recording a song right now. So look out for that. Oh, cute. <laughs> I mean, what else do you fucking do in quarantine for yeah. 17 months? Like, <laughs> do, do your kids understand that you're a celebrity? They do now. They do so like a bunch of time. Like when they started school, like and I was coming around the school and the the, the different parents and the older kids. Like they, uh, the, the principal actually had to kind of pull kids aside and say, "Hey, you gotta you gotta leave these kids alone. We know you guys know who their dad is, but you know they're just nor- you know they're just kids and they're here with their friends. And so you know don't bother them. Don't go up to them and talk about their father and stuff like that." So that's when they started really getting it. And then now, like, when we're out and about and people come up and talk to me, ask for pictures and stuff, like, they get it now. So it's, it's kind of cool. See, when when my kids were in school, I used to get that shit, too. And, I mean, really? I thought I was a big deal. And other people thought I was a big <laughs> deal. But my kids didn't. They were like, mm-hmm. fuck, you're embarrassing us, Dad. And I'm like, yeah, well, I can't well, fucking I'm help that people want a picture with me. What do you want yeah, me like to do? Yesterday, yesterday was so funny. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> I can't remember if we were listening to the radio, me and my oldest son, and they said something about, like, erectile dysfunction medicine. And Caden's 12, and he's like, Dad, what's erectile dysfunction? I'm like, I don't know, buddy. Just Google it. And then he Googles, and he looks at me. He's like, you're an idiot, Dad. I'm like... (laughs) 
I love it. I just love creating these awkward moments with my kids. I love that. Amazing. And on that note of family, another most Googled question, Sean Desmond's wife, question mark. So people want to know about your wife as well. I don't know how much personal information you want to give, but she's lovely. I have met her and she's lovely. I believe when I met her, she was pregnant with your third. Yeah, she's amazing. We've been together, believe it or not, uh, like on and off. We met when I was 12. She was 13. Wow. Uh, we started dating that young. And then, of course, you know, in teenage years, you kind of not not drift apart. But, you know, oh, I want to take a break. Oh, I don't like you anymore. Uh, whatever, this and that. But um, I knew from the day that I saw her uh, when I was 12 that she was the girl I was going to marry. Um oh, wow. And, you know, we got married in 2007 and or going on 14 years, no, 14 years. Yep. And she's amazing. She's a dancer Mm -hmm. as well. So she gets it, Um, you know, in, you know, she was an amazing support and mother. Obviously, she's an amazing mother to our kids, you know, especially when back in my, you know, really heavy touring days, me being away so long and her, you know, really holding down the fort. She's amazing. And, you know, I love her to death. And she's my partner. She's my best friend. And, you know, and, and, and it's I, actually I tell this to all my friends as well. Like my wife still uh, cranks my gears to say if that's the way to say it, you know, like. My like a hand like, job or. <laughs> well, yes, that. But like, yeah. she, turns me, like she turns me on after all this time. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, you know how like there's there's. I, I have some fucking friends that are like, Ugh, I can't stand the fucking side of my wife. And I'm like, you're serious? Are you serious? I love my, my wife fucking turns me on. Jesus Christ. Like, it's it's crazy. So I'm, I'm glad I can still say that. I mean, you two walking around the house together because you're in phenomenal shape. Anybody who's never seen Sean should follow him on Instagram so you can see some of the workout pics. But I mean, uh-huh. yeah, she's hot. You're hot. I mean, this is a pretty good looking couple. If you guys go out, you probably get a lot of attention. Yeah, I'm still, you know, we've gotten a lot of offers for threesomes. I'm still waiting for the right person to... Wait, guys or girls? Uh, It's not going to happen with a guy. And I hate hate saying that. It's just not my... Like, I can't. I won't be able to do it. Like, no shot. But, like, and Kat, like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, like, okay, for me being a straight guy, I don't get turned on by other guys, right? Right. But my wife tells me this, too, but, like, she gets like turned on by like she's straight and gets turned on by like other hot girls or like thinking of like another hot girl, for example, like kissing me or touching me or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Or I don't get turned on thinking of another guy touching my wife. <laughs> yeah. No, there is something to that. And I remember, I believe it was Elaine from Seinfeld who said it best. It's because women, uh, their body is like a work of art. It really is beautiful. And, and a guy, it's more like just getting around. It's like a utility vehicle, like a Jeep. Yeah. You know? And, and so maybe there's something. What a horrible to- <laughs> fucking way to put it, Kat. What a well, horrible I mean, way to put it. You know, we just stand there with penis out. We kind of swing it around a little bit. You know? it's, it's, it is what it is. That's, what we, that's all we got. No. So. That's an interesting conundrum, though, because you're a good-looking guy. She's a good-looking girl. You're still obviously very into each other, but you've got three kids. How do you find time to do shit? Yeah, this is, you know, I have two little kids. I have questions for you about that, too. We don't do fuck all. There's nothing. There's no time. Like, it's, especially right now where there's nothing to do. Like, it's been very, and I, I mean, listen, it's not just me that has kids at home during this time. There's a lot of people that got kids at home, right? Like, trying to do work and balance 
uh, virtual school and all this shit, it's been a fucking disaster. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I mean, you know, we've had maybe one or two nights where we've shipped them off to the grandparents and just like, we need to sit and binge like a TV show for the night and just like enjoy each other's company, Mm -hmm. eat like shit, you know, have sex on the couch, which we can't really do when the kids are home, like that type of thing, you know? Um, other uh than that, there's not a lot of, not a lot of alone, alone time. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, do you have any more questions from Google cat? Oh, I have one more that I laughed at pretty hard. Is Sean Desmond black? (laughs) Christ. Well, are you? I'm I'm not black. No, uh, that's, that's, that's a weird one. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's a weird. People are weird. They Google, they Google the the weirdest things. Just anything goes. But anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. You know why they asked that, right? It's because I remember when Get Ready came out and this was back, you know, 2003, 2002, um, before the video was out, people thought, People thought I was black. I got a lot of, holy shit, I thought this guy was black. Can't believe he's white. He comments, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, I guess it was because of the music I was making. Was it, was it my voice? I, I, I don't know, but I did get that. So it doesn't surprise me, but I think people asking that question now is kind of fucking weird. You know? Yeah, I mean, the voice thing, there's something there. Because there's people that think I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is funny. Yeah. yeah, it's so strange, but um, okay, listen, I, I, we, we've got a lot of stuff that we want to ask you about, and, and we're going to talk about what you're doing now, because I love the new music you're making, and for those who don't know, yes, Sean is still making music, and we will talk about that, but first off, let's talk about the reason that we wanted to get you on, because I think you and I are probably fairly aligned on a few things. 100%. So, I was just going to say, like, kudos to you. I read your tweets and all that shit, Scott, and I see everything, and I feel exactly what you just said. I think we're aligned. I think this is not about, for me, it's not political. It's none of that politics bullshit. This is about people, um, and it's it's really fucking frustrating, you know? If I say the words Doug Ford, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Ah, <sighs> fuck. Fuckhead. Like, <laughs> like, listen, he what he didn't sign up for this shit, right? He didn't sign right. up for this. This shit happened, and I just think he's billing, he's being ill-advised, and he's his hands are fucking tied. He doesn't. He's scared. Election, you know, re-election coming up, and uh, I mean, I think his chances of being re-elected are fucking slim to none at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and. Parts, parts of me feel bad, feels bad for the guy. Parts of me doesn't. Um, you know, he, uh, I, I don't know if a lot of people know his background and the company that he owns, Deco, and they make, you know, all the fucking floor stickers for uh, social distancing and how much his, you know, his, his, his uh, company profits have fucking skyrocketed through this whole thing. So, like, I don't know, man. I just feel like I'll leave it in karma's hands at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, when I look at what's going on, and I agree with you that Doug didn't ask for this. He didn't know this was going to happen. He just happened to be premier when yeah. COVID hit. Yeah. And and even when it comes to the money that he's making through Deco labels there, I know that he makes the floor markings and stuff like that. I mean, he didn't ask for COVID, but since it's here and he happens to be in that business anyway, I don't necessarily think that there's anything sinister going on there. It's just no. in the right industry at the right time. But yeah. one thing I will say is... You're a hundred percent right on him being ill-advised, and I, you know, I really thought of him as a a common sense guy who could come in and 
and just make decisions that are practical and safe, but also uh, leaning towards uh, hope and light at the end of the tunnel. And it just seems like in the last few months, he's really shut down and he's doing nothing but what the doctors tell him. And I've lost all respect for Dr. David Williams. I think that this is our chief medical officer of health that is not following science at this point. If you were, outdoor amenities would be open. Am I right? 100%. I don't get I it. You know, the thought I can't even watch them on TV anymore because it just makes me sick. Um, And you're absolutely right, Scott. Everybody, everybody is telling them. Open outdoor activities. You, this is wrong. It is safe. And this is like, they're, they're, <laughs> follow the science, follow the science. Well, fuck, you're not following the science. It's bullshit. What, what, you know, what's happened is you're too far deep now. And if you, if you backpedal, you're going to look like an idiot, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's happening. You know, I think, you know, I, I've worked with a lobbyist. Um, obviously, you guys know I run a dance competition. My wife owns a dance studio. My wife's dance studio has been shut down for... Mm-hmm you know, 13 out of the, maybe the 15 months this has been going on. We haven't run a live dance event in two years. Um, and so we were, you know, we brought on a lobbyist to, to try and make something happen. So somebody that's on the inside, he knows what's happening. And he said straight up, he said, guys, like everybody on the inside has no idea why he's making these calls. Everybody is like, this is bullshit. Why, why, why do we keep, keep doing this? And he just fucking keeps doing it. And again, like Scott, like you said, I don't, when these people come on TV, you know, I think it also has to do with the fact that correct me if I'm wrong. Like, do we keep putting just like, you know, everyday Joe's in power or like, it, like, especially in a situation like this, should, should somebody that's in power at this, you know, for a situation like this, should have some sort of political, economic background, understand, you know, that type of stuff. And it's like, I get, we want like the guy who's going to, you know, work for the people and, and that, you know, that thing. But right now, I'm not sure that's working to our advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you're right. Uh, there's a lot of inexperience, particularly in this government. Uh, yep. Some of them are doing great and some of them are just shitting the bed at every oh, turn. Yeah. Like, what, where did Christine Elliott come from? Does anybody like she's our what? She's our chief uh, medical officer. Or what is she that? The health our health minister? minister. Health minister. Does she have a background in health? I mean, she was the patient ombudsman, and she actually got appointed by Kathleen Wynne, uh, a liberal premier, appointed uh, Christine Elliott. And then she uh, she's run for office a few times. Uh, she was married to Jim Flaherty, the former federal finance minister and provincial finance minister. So, I mean, she's got some political skills. Um, Nothing. In I don't know how sector. much. <laughs> <laughs> so who, was she a lawyer? Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe she is a, a lawyer. Yeah. So why is she in that fucking position? I don't understand. Because her mm-hmm. husband was a fucking uh, a finance minister. Why do these people get these positions? Stephen Lecce. Why is he the fucking education person? Where did he come from? Isn't he your MPP? I have no fucking idea, Scott, to be honest. <laughs> well, here's, and here's the thing, Sean, is, and I, I, I hear what you're saying, because I look at this, and unfortunately, when, the, when it comes time for an election, we're stuck between a lot of uh, the same kind of thing. Like, I think there's 100%. a lot of people, there's fucking useless. Who you fucking vote for. It's all the same Yes. Shit. So I'm hoping, uh, trying to be optimistic about it, because I, I hear you on all of what you're saying. I totally agree with you. I hope that it will inspire people who are looking at this now to say, I can do a better job. 
least do that. Like step forward, work your way up to the top and do a better job because we deserve better representation. It's it's unbelievable to me the shitty selections that we have every time. And I'm talking provincially and federally. It's really bad. We're laughing stock right now. It's crazy. Like how long Toronto's been in lockdown. Like it's, it's mental. It's, Since last what November. What do you expect people to do? It's funny. I went out like, there is no fucking stay-at-home order. Let me tell you, the people have spoken. I, on this Sunday, I went out with my three kids, another buddy of mine, his three kids. We went to a park, and it was fucking jam-packed. No mm-hmm. social distancing. I was like, kids, go fucking play. Like, go have fun. I don't care how close you are to another kid, how close you are. We're outside. I'm not, I'm not worried. Just go do it. Nobody. That people have spoken, fucking Ontario stay at home order right now does not exist. It's 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 both in, in the people's eyes and from what I see, it's, it's not happening. So, are you? Have you had your vaccine or have you registered for your vaccine? Or where do you stand on that? Uh, so it looks like I'm getting my vaccine tomorrow. Oh, um, I am. Listen, okay. So you're not an anti-vaxer. Not, not at all. I've had vaccines. Like I've had vaccines before. I've traveled to Africa and have, I've had, I, you know, had to get three vaccines to go. So I'm not an anti-vaxxer by no means. And I, you know, I say this a lot to people and maybe you guys will agree with me. Like if there was no social media, if this was, let's say 25 years ago, okay. And this happened 25 years ago, everybody would fucking be vaccinated. No questions asked right now. Why do you say that? Why do I say that? Because there's so much fucking shit on social media that you read that just makes you, oh my God, do I believe that? Oh, that, whoa, is that true? Holy fuck, the vaccine is going to kill me. Holy shit, this is going right. to happen. Oh my God. No, the vaccine is safe. It's really safe. Check here. It's like, it's too fucking much. It Misinformation. Much. It's yeah. too much. If there was no social media, I am telling you right now, have you ever questioned God? Okay, I'll ask you this. Any, I don't know, maybe you guys are anti-vax, maybe, and that's fine, that's your decision. Have you guys ever thought this much about getting an, any type of other vaccine? No, and nor no. have I thought about my kids getting one. My kids have, listen, my kids have been all been vaccinated with the vaccines that they are, they have to get, right? To go to school, all that stuff. Any of the extra stuff that the pediatricians try to push on, you got to pay for, I haven't done because I'm just mm-hmm. like, if, it, if, I, if they had to do it, they would have fucking, they would have to do it. So I'm not doing it, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But they've all been vaccinated. Uh, and fuck, I just think it's inevitable. I think, you know, for my line of business, for both, both in the entertainment and both in my dance competition business, if I want to run live events with kids, old people, I think I'm going to have to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I want to... As soon as I fucking can hop on a plane to Sweden, to the UK, to work on music with my friends, I am on that fucking plane. And I think I'm going to have to be vaccinated. So I, yeah, I mean, it kind of seems like that's the way it's going, right? Like vaccine passports. Yeah, I feel like that's just the way it's going to be. If I'm not vaccinated, I can't travel. They won't let me in the country. So, you know, I, you know, I talked to... uh, I have, you know, some friends in the health, in the health, uh, you know, health business, not health business, but health sector. And they are like, Sean, you know, talk to this person, talk to that person. The vaccines are safe. Uh, You know, there's side effects to everything and this and that. And, you know, I just can't handle all the shit 
and all the people who think they know what they're talking about on social media, but they actually don't. They're just whatever. Like, uh, I don't know. It's very, it's very touchy, guys. Very touchy. Mm-hmm. You don't want to say the wrong thing to the wrong person. I'm You're sure right. you guys feel that way too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I where mean, do it, guys, where do you stand on it? So I've already had my first dose. I got okay, the Pfizer go. vaccine a couple of weeks ago and yeah. typical stuff. My arm was a little sore, a little tired for a day and I felt fine after that. And I, I haven't had any of the vaccinations before other than the ones you get when you're a kid. Like I've had yeah. my MMR and my yeah. shit like that, but I've never even had a flu shot. But no, this one, I've never gotten the flu shot. I, I just looked down the line and I thought to myself. I want to be able to go to the States again. I want to be able to go to the Caribbean and over to Europe. And it's why am I going to prolong this any longer than I have to? I might as well percent. just get the shot. Yeah. Million percent. It's Same thing. Be, I think it's going to be inevitable, man. I think, uh, you know, they're, you know, Justin Trudeau said what? 75% vaccinated and numbers down. 75% vaccinated and numbers down. Well, mm-hmm. I think he picked 75 because I think he knows about 25% of the population isn't going to get vaccinated, you know? And until he maybe forces their head, well, you don't want to get vaccinated. You want to travel. You need the, you need the vaccine. Right. Right. Yeah. Are you guys seeing the stuff that's happening in the States, by the way, just a side note of all of the people who are able to hang out. I mean, I saw these videos from Nashville. Oh yeah. This weekend. Oh my God. I want to be there so badly. I just, how long do you think it's going to be Sean until we're at that, at that point? <clears throat> I'm going to say late fall. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to say late fall. Uh, like, I mean, they've already, you saw, they canceled everything up to Labor Day, right? So yeah. basically, yeah, nothing's happening <laughs> before then. So that's why, I mean, my guess is late fall, but you know what? Something that's actually very positive, very encouraging. I don't know if you saw, but if the Montreal Canadiens make it as far as game six, <laughs> They are going to let 2,500 people, Mm -hmm. as of May 29th, into the Bell Center. Yeah. See, and I think that's brilliant. We know that if you distance people and and hopefully they're vaccinated when they go and Quebec doesn't have nearly as bad a problem as we do right now, I, I just think that you have to offer some hope for the vaccines. It's not enough to just say... Oh, well, you won't end up in the hospital if you do yeah, catch COVID. Exactly. You've got to offer some incentive. And one yeah. of those incentives is you can go to a, a Leafs-Habs playoff game or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think we should fill Scotiabank Arena with doctors and nurses who have been on the front lines for the last year. Free oh tickets God. to game one. You get them because you're vaccinated. You I think that that would be a brilliant way to say yes. thank you. Brilliant. Brilliant. Even Let's not even like, yeah, I think, like you said, doctors, front lines. And that's it. Let them fucking go in there and scream their faces off. Have an amazing time. Absolutely. That's a great fucking idea, Scott. Open the taps, free drinks. You guys have been rock stars for a year and you worked your asses off. You deserve it. You're vaccinated. Go to the game. Enjoy. Go Leafs go. I mean, I think that that's a great way to not only say thank you to them, but to show the rest of the population this can be done. But you need to think seriously about getting this vaccine. 100%. Well, game one's tomorrow. I don't think it's happening, though, Scott. Well, not for tomorrow, <laughs> not no. Not for tomorrow. Um, Sean, I do, I do want to ask you, because you're such a great advocate and, and de- such an inspiration to follow. I mean, Scott mentioned it. When it does come to a physical activity, I, you are uh, an advocate for getting moving, and I love that, and you encourage people, especially young people. And also, there's a tie-in there with you know, your mental well-being. Are you worried about what this shutdown and lockdown, especially where you are, 
um, will do and has done. Uh, you can speak to adults and youth mentally and physically. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I'm I'm very um yeah I'm a huge advocate for all that stuff and staying healthy and staying staying fit I'm you know I'm actually on my way to work out right now, um, and I just I just think it's it's I got to be honest Kat, I fucking totally lost my train of thought there what was the question <laughs> <laughs> This is probably the longest interview you've done in a while I mean I know. typically I radio interviews are like two minutes these days Holy shit my brain is just like what just happened right now? What was the question? I know you had mentioned once in an Instagram, uh, in your Instagram story about uh, met people's mental well-being too, because it does tie in with physical, getting physical yeah. exercise and mental well-being. With mm-hmm. the shutdown, are you, like, how do you feel? Are you worried about, especially young people, but adults too, of course, and their mental well-being with it being shut down as long as it has been where you are, especially? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit worried. I think I always, I like to check in with my people. Um you know, just to see how everybody's doing and send them a text, give them a call. Um, I think it's, uh, for, for me, like, I kind, of, I kind of tell everybody, like, I'll be okay. I'm kind of worried more about my kids. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, not having that social aspect with their friends at school and whatnot. Like, you know, the other day, a new family moved across the street from us and they have a couple of kids and the kid was outside. We hadn't met them yet. And we were, my, myself, my, my son and my daughter were playing street hockey. And I saw the kid and I was like, hey, buddy, come and play, come and play with us. Um, and he was like, oh, I don't know how to play hockey. And, you know, uh, I'm like, don't worry, I got a stick for you. I'm going to teach you. Come play, right? Come play. So we, we played with him and, you know, we went inside and my, my eight-year-old, Owen, was like, he's a really nice boy, eh, Dad? I'm like, yeah, he's really nice. Anytime you want to play with him, bud, you know, just, you know, go outside, whatever. So the next day, you know, he puts on his rollerblades and I'm like, where are you going, bud? He's like, Oh, I'm just going to start rollerblading and see if William sees me outside so he can come outside and play. And I was like, fuck, you really missed that interaction. Like, you're suffering, man. You are like, you give anything for that, Mm -hmm. right? So it really hit me at that point. And yeah, I mean, for myself, again, like I can, I'll do what I need to do to deal with it. Right now, it's about my kids. Um. I don't know about you, but I'm going to assume you're in the same boat. One thing I never, ever want to hear again when this shit is over with is we're all in this together because I feel like we're not all in this Bullshit. together. I, I was very vocal on that everywhere on social media. Don't say we're in this together, motherfucker, because we are not. You and your and your friends and your people go to sleep at night knowing your mortgage is paid. You got food on the table. You got money. You got a fucking check going into your bank account. You know how many people like... A lot of my friends have lost, I, I, like, I'm really tied into, like, the dance industry. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends have lost their dance studios. Very, very sad. Don't know what they're going to do. And, they, like, why, why are you going on TV saying, oh, we're all in this together, Ontario? Fuck you. No, we're not. No. We're not in this together. It's, that's complete. Bo- if we were in this together, fucking cancel mortgages, cancel rent, not cancel, Put on fucking hold. And Put it so, on pause. Yeah. It is not all systems. It's not business as usual. It hasn't been for a long time. You think people can fucking live off $900 every two weeks? Give me a fucking break. Yeah. You're so right. I mean, I think about the 
the the restaurant workers and hospitality workers and people that work in places like your wife's dance studio yeah. and so on and so forth. And they've been forced, the gym employees, they've been forced to sit on the sidelines for, what, nine out of the last 13 months? Yeah. And other people still work and get a check, but those people are being ordered out of work and ordered to live off of a government subsidy. And I just don't understand how, with a straight face, our leaders can say, we're all in this together. No, we're fucking not. There's some people who are really suffering. Yeah, really, really suffering. Um, You know, the other thing, too, is like, (laughs) and again, like I say this cautiously, but I feel like the ones... If you have not lost your job and have not, and this has not affected you, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people who would agree with that. Unless you, unless you see what damage this has done to other people that have lost everything, mm-hmm. don't fucking tell me lockdowns are right and lockdowns work and shit. Motherfucker, you didn't lose your job. Yeah. Your, your income is, has not changed. This has not affected your life. Shut the fuck up. And what I can't <laughs> understand either, Sean, is that the governments keep handing out this extra money to parents. Everybody. No matter who you are, no matter how much yeah. money you make, you're getting a cash infusion. Another one is coming at the end of the month. $600 per child. There are so many people that do not need that money that are going to get it. Then you have businesses that haven't made a fucking penny in like a year that aren't getting shit. Why do you allocate that to the people or the businesses that actually need it? It it frustrates me actually when I see that more money is coming for families that do not need it. Yeah, my dance competition is bleeding right now. Like we're, you know, doing everything to hold on to to the business and hopes that 2022 is going to come around and we can run, you know, these events. Um, You know, the other thing that kind of bothers me and uh, maybe you guys feel this way as well. I mean, I'm sure we've all seen seen it on tv and heard them say it i feel like everything is about restaurants like it's just there's no talk of it it's like restaurants are the only businesses that are fucking suffering like right it's restaurants restaurants support your restaurants take out uh deliver i'm like fuck man if i like well not if i was an owner of another i am a bit an owner i'm a business owner and that pisses me off you know like uh-huh yes, yeah they're they're suffering lots of businesses are suffering there's fucking so many mom and pop shops all this, all this type of stuff that are, you know, really, really suffering. And it's, mm-hmm. it's brutal, man. And these 20, like a loan, this 40,000 loan, 10 is forgivable. People don't need a fucking loan right now. No. Well, a loan, like, <laughs> like It's crazy, break. right? It was almost yeah, an insult. Yeah. Almost. And they just keep giving you, they keep doing all these things to kind of cushion. Oh, here's a, you know, another, here's a $20,000 grant and here's $600 per kid. Yeah, like, they think just throw money at us and we're going to be quiet and it's all going to be great. Exactly. You know That's I mean? exactly how I feel. I feel like this yeah. is hush money that keeps coming in and it's from both it's provincial and it's federal. It's just like, okay, here you go. Shut up for a, like another month while we get mm-hmm. our shit sorted out. Okay. Yeah. You shut up over there. Exactly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, if you were in charge, Sean, would you reopen the schools before the end of June? At this point, uh, does it does it really make sense at this point? Like, I don't know. Hmm. I, that's a good question. Like, I would only do it not for like the school aspect, just for my kids' social aspect. Mm-hmm. I would do it. 
That's that's why I would be I would be for it if they open, just so my kids could like socialize with other fucking kids. You know, like because um, as, as far as the school stuff goes and the learning and the grades, like it's all to shit this year, anyways. You know, like right. It, it is what it is at this point. But I would love for them just to be able to. They miss their friends. They miss mm-hmm. their friends. You are someone who works out every single day. If you were in charge and this was your call, would you reopen gyms and can they reopen safely? Okay. Without a fucking, I would have, I wouldn't have, let me tell you something. My gym in Vaughn, good life, 30,000 square feet, 10 people an hour. Give me a fucking break. Nobody is getting COVID in that place. Yeah. Nobody. We're all in masks. We're working out with masks on. We're walking around with masks on. Ten people. I don't even see another fucking body when I'm working out. It's a fucking joke. That is a joke. It's a joke. And But look at our premier. Like, he does not get it. He does not understand how important physical activity, going to the gym, is for some mm-hmm. people. Not just physically. Mentally. It is their getaway. It is their hour a day where they can just fucking throw down, get their fucking stresses out, get their anger out. And I'm telling you, it is bullshit. Nobody is getting COVID at the gym. Nobody. It, like, it is so frustrating. But fucking go on your social media and talk about McDonald's fries. Give me a fucking it's such a, It's so embarrassing. It's so yeah. embarrassing. Where he lost me, because I think I was in on it for wave one and wave two. I was listening and following Everybody the advice. Was. Scott, you weren't the only one. We were scared shitless. We were scared. Yeah. I think where he lost me was when he said restaurants can reopen with no more than 10 people, regardless of the size. And same with gyms, no more than 10 people, even if mm-hmm. it is a 30 or 50,000 square foot facility. And the fact that they didn't make it a percentage of the occupancy really was the red flag, I think, that got me thinking, maybe these guys don't got this. Maybe yeah. we're all sitting here watching this 1 p.m. daily news conference, him up there stumbling and fumbling away, embarrassing us all. And maybe he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about because common sense dictates if you have a 60,000 square foot facility, you should be able to safely have more people than a 20,000 square foot facility. And you know what else, Scott? These workers, man, at my good life, constantly fucking disinfecting, working, making sure people have masks on. Like, Mm -hmm. they worked so hard and I felt so bad, like. I was so happy when they reopened in what? I think it was like beginning of Feb or beginning of March just to get shut down again. I'm like, this is a fucking joke. Like nobody's getting COVID in here. 10 people an hour, 10 people. It's so frustrating. I mean, so frustrating. Well, we're hoping it, I mean, we're hoping stuff starts to reopen. We're hearing maybe outdoor with this new, uh, they're going to do it by, by sector now instead of color. So let's hope that gyms what, yeah. are going to. What gonna... is that about? I just read something about that this morning. I'm like, <laughs> you know what Christ. that is? Get your shit together. What the fuck? <laughs> stick with it. Yeah. I mean, where that comes from is if they're going to get sector specific, that means they're going to so micromanage the shit out of this thing. Yes, they are. That means little things at a time, right? So that means they're going to say, okay, yeah, outdoor this and then that. Oh, and then this outdoors and then this indoors. I don't know how long it's going to take before we get everything open that we want it to get open. But that actually kind of worries me more than the color coded system they had previously. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I mean, they're going to be able to they're going to play kingmaker right there and they're going to be able to have the power to say something like, you know what? Restaurants 
just pick a name out of a hat. You guys can reopen, but not gyms yeah. yet. And then a couple of weeks later, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, gyms, you'll be able to reopen a month from now. And if 80% of the population has got a first shot, then we'll allow uh, – tra- you won't have to quarantine when you come back to Canada from the States. I mean, they're just going to play games like crazy with all this shit. Um, one more thing I wanted to ask you about before we talk about the music, because – I don't know if you were brilliant or stupid to release a song during a pandemic. I still can't decide on this. But where is Justin Trudeau's fault in all this? Because we've talked about Doug. What about the prime minister? Uh, I mean, I think we can all agree that from the beginning, I think the one travel, I think air travel, I think a lot of people said from the beginning, why the fuck are we still letting people in and out? Like, yep. and coming, like, I have a good friend that works for Air Canada, and she told me straight out, she's like, Sean, three flights a day from China, three flights a day from India, three flights, like, they're still coming in. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's all systems go, nothing stopped. I think that was a big mistake, and they should have learned from, obviously, these places are smaller, but, you know, Australia and New Zealand, who, no, no in, no out, right? Um, we should have taken that, because that was a big thing, you know? It's like now they're now they're putting restrictions. Fuck, too late. That's a, it's a year too late, guys. <laughs> like we're here. It's now. true. It's a year too late. And then obviously, you know, the vaccine rollout and securing vaccines has, has been totally shite. Um, it took us. Look how long it took us to really get this going. Where, you know, the U.S. has been going. You know, good for them. They've been going strong for a couple months now. Um, yeah. Again, I don't really. I'm not deep really deep into politics guys in all honesty and so like for me it's kind of the stuff on the surface other stuff you know i'm sure there's more that he's kind of shit the bed on a little bit you know um but you know for me those with the in terms of the pandemic that's kind of what bothers me about it Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I did want to ask you that because you said right at the beginning, this is not political. And no, I mean, if you've me, got equal criticism for the province yeah. and for the feds, we can all agree that we, the people, got completely fucked and let down by our leadership. Completely, completely fucked. And like, you know, I say it's all about the people. And what I mean about that is like, I, and I think you guys can agree with me. There's such this. I care about people. OK, my friends are suffering. My wife's business is suffering. A lot of my friends' businesses are suffering. A lot of my friends are suffering. A lot of people are suffering. So how can we, I'm trying to figure out, what can we do because there is such a divide right now between people who, you know, anti-vaxxers versus people that want to take vaccines, people that believe in COVID, people that don't believe in COVID. There's such a divide and people are just hate each other right now. Mm -hmm. So like, what can we do to help people and, and bring these people together? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can we like help minimize this divide? Because it's not good. It is not fucking good. No, um, not at all. I know there's yeah. friendships are ending because of it. Families yeah. aren't talking because of it. A lot of fucking shit. It's we, we will never be the same after this. We will no. never be the same. No, no. Um, you know, and for me, guys, take the vaccine. Don't. It's your fucking life. I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm not going to not be your friend or disown you because you disagree with me but that's just the type of person i am you know there's a lot of people that are just not just not like that mm-hmm. you know oh take the vaccine or else you know you're not allowed our family but why you're vaccinated aren't you safe <laughs> why do i have to get the vaccine you know like <laughs> yeah that's true uh, it, it, it's nuts but like i said like you know I'm, i am planning to be vaccinated and they, uh, people can say whatever the fuck they want call me a sheep call me a whatever listen just trying to, you know, uh, 
do my part for, you know, for the cause. And, you know, my, I took my mom to get back, to get vaccinated. She's, you know, immune compromised. She's not the healthiest person. So she, you know, I took her to get vaccinated. She was a little bit hesitant off, um, in the beginning, but you know, her doctor and people advised her to do it. She's like, you know, I just feel like I need to do it. I'm like, yeah, you should do it. You should also fucking quit smoking. How about that? But that's, that's <laughs> easy. Yeah. Easy with mom. One thing at a yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so you started uh, a new project, and I'm curious now, are you still solo artist Sean Desmond, or are you radio club Sean Desmond? Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you You know, it's funny. I've been getting so I've been getting a lot of messages from people uh, in the industry, uh, you know, record companies and and whatnot, saying, "Hey, I think it's time for a new Sean Desmond record." You know, mm-hmm. so yep. I seriously, um, I'm seriously considering it. I think uh, what it's going to come down to is what does it sound like? You know, um, I you know. Can't try and compete with the with the cool kids now, you know. So I can't do what they're doing, you know. You got to kind of, you know. My my audience is a different audience as well, you know what I mean. So if you're listening to, uh, fuck, I don't know, just kidding, you know, whatever. Tate McRae you might not necessarily be listening to Sean Desmond, right? So okay, it's like yeah. just finding a balance in that. And I'm working on stuff, but I'm really, really focused on Radio Club. I love that project because there's no pressure. I just do whatever the fuck I want. It's fun. Does it sound good? Does it, it make you feel good? Yes. Put it out. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. I don't got to think about it because it's not a Sean Desmond project, you know? Um, so, yeah, we're, due, we're full force with Radio Club. We just put out a, a single <clears throat> uh, April 9th called River, which is fucking doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, really excited about it. We really enjoy the song. We're putting out another single on June 4th. So, I mean, now it's just like it's the way, you know, everything works. You can just pump shit out and that no like whenever you want which is great you know what i mean um and we're doing it at, at, at our pace and we don't have to answer to anybody we're yeah not. so i was gonna ask you about that because is that the good part about it you know back in, back in the day when it was all about an album release and a single from yeah. an album and now it does seem a lot more freeing as an artist yeah like you can just put so out a song if you want different. yeah like we're not even thinking about an album we're just like let's just good keep putting out fucking good singles you know what i mean like That's great does anybody really care about an album? I don't fucking think so. I, I don't know, man. That's just me. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't think too many people do. But one thing I will say is, I've done uh, two different stints in country radio, yeah. and you are in Radio Club working with Tebe, and yeah. he, he has a country following, and those country fans are so fucking loyal. That so must loyal. have opened you up to a whole new audience having that uh, connection there. Hundred percent. No, it's um. It's funny because people don't see, you know, people don't know about Tebe that he's an, an incredible pop songwriter. Um, but he just happens, his, he calls country music home as an artist. Um, you know, he moved to Nashville back in 2008, I believe, um, and has been there ever since, and he loves it. And, yeah, he's my best bud, and it's, it's been so fucking great. But, yeah, country music fans, they're fucking loyal. I'll tell you that. But I'm going to tell you something, too. Sean Desmond fans are fucking really loyal. Like, yes, they are. I have some of the most amazing fans. It's funny because like the other, 
two Sundays ago, I did an Instagram live where I was just kind of playing around in the studio, playing some music. And I was like, you know what? Fuck, I'm going to start bringing, I'm going to like let some friends, like some fans in, right? And just talk to them a little bit, right? And I did it with the ones, there's like a handful that are like super fans, right? And like they were on and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking talk to you guys. Fucking brought one on, talked to her for a little bit. I brought all five of them on at one point, like <laughs> at some point and just, and just talk to them. How you guys doing? You know that, and it was so fucking cool to be able to connect with people like that. Yeah. Um, Especially now, I'm thinking of doing it like making it like a weekly thing, like that. You know, hang with Sean Desmond or whatever the fuck it's called, and just like shoot the <laughs> shit and whatever. You know. I love that. Yeah, I love I'm it. glad that you're finding new ways to connect with people because there's a lot of artists who won't do that shit. They think they're too good for it. Yeah, a lot of people think they're a lot of people think they're too good for too much. It's like I, I tell everybody every anytime somebody meets me or they talk to me, they're like, "Holy shit." You're like just like a normal dude, eh? I'm like, fuck. What can I tell you? I tell everybody. Like, I was just a guy who made music that people liked. Like, and it didn't it didn't phase me in any other way, really and truly. Like, I know I've spent a lot of time with you guys. You guys have known me for a long time. Yeah. Like, long time. Like, we're talking like, don't want to lose you, Sean Desmond. You know? Yeah. Like, and. I'm still that same kid. I was. It was. You know. What? What was it? My upbringing. I don't know what it was. Uh, it was the people around me because I always kept my friends around me, even like all my dancers, my tour crew, everybody. These people were my friends. They weren't people that ju- were just hired. So they always kept me grounded, you know, and just fuck. I was just lucky to do what I love to do and be successful at it. And I really do miss it. I miss, re- I really miss being on stage. And that's also why I'm considering, you know, doing something because fuck, I really, really miss that. Well, I'll tell you, when all this shit is finally behind us and we can, I don't know if it's unsafe to do it now, but when we're legally allowed and they say it's safe for us to get together, um, see, we'll get together. How, and You know what's fucked up is that we're waiting, are we waiting for Doug Ford to go on TV and say, hey, it's okay to hug your mom and be like, Oof, fuck, thank God he said it because now it must be safe. It's good now. We can hug our parents. <laughs> That is fucked up to me. That is so <laughs> fucked up. Because I'm telling you, there are people that are actually waiting for that. Sad, yeah. Sad, yeah. Sad He's the bouncer. Food. He's the bouncer on the way into yeah. your mom's house, basically. When he yeah. goes on TV and says, hey, guys, guess what? You can hug your mom today. Like, fuck you. I've been hugging my mom for six, like, for a year. Like, give me a break. Anyway, sorry. Continue well, with that thought, Scott. <laughs> another thing, too. There is people out there who are waiting for Doug yeah, to give him are. the go-ahead to start fucking everybody they met on Tinder in the last year. Like, oh, don't wait. You can fuck right now. Like, mm-hmm. use a glory hole, condom, put a mask on. I don't give a shit. Yep. Oh, they're doing it. Trust me. I have single friends yeah. who are doing it. <laughs> they're, they're finding ways. They're they finding not ways. Waiting. <laughs> yeah. Listen, well, you can only do it yourself for so long. It gets really boring. <laughs> <laughs> you by yourself, there's very little positions to be in. You know what I mean? Oh, Jesus. It's right or left. <laughs> don't forget the one where you make your hand go numb first oh jesus christ a friendly stranger absolutely yeah, That's absolutely right. it feels like somebody else is doing it um well i'll tell you since the pandemic began you should see this palace that cat bought so what we'll do is we'll all get together when it's right. safe and uh you can do a concert there because she's got like just so much land it's insane uh we'll, we'll <laughs> Am I overselling your place, You're Kat? way overselling it, Sean. It's not that great. <laughs> like, in her head, she's like, what the fuck is this guy yeah, talking about? Don't listen, don't listen to this guy. He's already into the drinks. It's just oh, after nine, Jesus and this guy's already drinking. <laughs> well, that's the bonus of the pandemic, right? I mean, day drinking has finally been normalized, and that, that's a good thing. 
hundred percent. Ten in the morning, uh, baby. Sean, listen, hang in there and keep doing what you're doing because I think the more voices we have that are not anti-vax, that aren't yeah. anti-mask, that are just pro-common sense, the, yeah. the the more impact we can have when we all stand together on stuff like this. No, so, absolutely. And you know what? Like, just before I go, just to, on this note, like, it's I find it also extremely frustrating. Like, I'm speaking out on this, okay? And, like, I'm just going to use other artists as an example. This is going to be year number two where Summer Festival is fucking killed, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. And let me tell you, Summer Festival is a fucking great moneymaker for Canadian artists, okay? This is mm-hmm. where, like, you know, they, they make the, the bulk of their money happens in the summer because it's just the big festival shows and that and whatnot. I personally, and I, maybe I'm wrong, you know, I went out and, and posted an Instagram, uh, like an IGTV video talking about, you know, there was a while there where virtual shows were banned or some shit. And I'm like, this shit is fucked up. They're taking everything from, from these artists, like these people that rely on this income to fucking survive. They're starving. You've taken away summer festival season. You take away this. And let me tell you, I have no fucking shows booked for the summer. So I'm talking on this in support of my fellow artists, um, upcoming artists who rely on this. I haven't really fucking seen any other artists speak. Like, are you guys okay with this? Like, are you guys just comfortable? Or are you guys fucking sitting on a gold mine that you don't need fucking the money during festivals? Like, why isn't anybody saying anything? Why am I the only one saying something? People it's are really afraid. fucking weird. I, I don't know if people are afraid, but I, I agree with you. That's why I th- we really wanted to reach out to you and talk to you, because you're one of those people who weren't afraid to talk. So thank you for being so honest and open with us. Well, that's the thing. I'm not saying anything that's not fucking true or like stepping over these. Like, I'm not like this. I'm just spitting like I think I'm being on. Like you said, I'm honest and I'm genuine and like I care. And this is fucked up. Like, and why isn't anybody else saying like it's what are you scared of that? People are going to unfollow you on Instagram. I don't understand. Like, it's, right. it's so fucking weird. Yeah. I, I hear you, man. It's tough. It's created a great divide uh, among so many people. Uh, why don't you give your Instagram a plug? How do people find you if they want to? Yeah, it's Doug. Uh, well, Sean Desmond was fucking taken already when I signed up for Instagram. So That's anyway, bullshit. I know, I know. But it's the real SD. So D A R E A L S D. Uh, that's my handle. Yeah. Follow me. And obviously radio club as well. We are radio club. Um, you know, stay uh, up to date with all that stuff. And yeah, again, guys, thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Thank yeah. You. We appreciate all your time. Of course, man. Anytime. And when your dance competition inevitably does come back again, move dance competition. People can just Google that information for when it. Absolutely. Okay. Awesome. We'll have you back on and we're going to talk about that too. Okay. Love it. Thank you, Sean. All right, guys. Take care, Sean. Okay. Later. Be safe. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. That was a good interview, Kat. That was, uh, I, I feel like that was a real raw Honest Sean Desmond. That's a perspective that you wouldn't get from a typical interview that he does. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I'm, I'm, I think he, he's so right. I mean, hit the nail on the head with other artists and and people struggling generally. I mean, you see everyday Facebook people, right? You see it in comment sections of everything, and social media can be so toxic. But there is some real common sense happening on there from everyday people. 
And maybe, I mean, maybe he's right, because I think what he's what he was alluding to there is maybe more people should be and should have been speaking up on it once we started to get a little bit funny. Once you and I started to lose a little bit of trust there with Wave 3, I would have loved to hear a little more from people who seem to be remaining quiet because they're maybe afraid to to lose that following that they have. Yeah, I, that's all I can think. I'm glad Sean pointed that out because I hadn't even thought of it that way. But yeah, now that I do think about it, Where's this person been? Where's that person yeah, been? Yeah. And he's right. They must be losing a ton of money. Uh, the other thing I really like that he talked about is there was that massive push. Support local restaurants, order takeout, delivery, uh, advocating for Uber and skip the dishes to cut their fees and stuff. But there really wasn't anything for the other businesses that got shut down. Mm-hmm. It was mainly focused on restaurants. So uh, that was some real good perspective from a great guy. Follow Sean Desmond on Instagram or follow Radio Club on Instagram to stay in touch. And you can reach out to Sean because he's a good guy like that. and He'll always reply to those DMs. All right. We got to wrap it up for today. That's right. We will be uh, back at it tomorrow with another edition. Oh, and by the way, side note, numbers are, are better again today. I think we're at uh, 1,588 cases. Beautiful. So it's getting better, everybody. We will get there. Uh, If you're as frustrated as as Sean and and us, (laughs) we're all in this. We're all in that together, being pissed off at least. Uh, Another edition of After 9 tomorrow. Later this week, a strip club in Las Vegas will be offering the COVID vaccine. (laughs) That's right. The strip club is the only vaccination site where you leave and still need to get tested. You know what I'm saying? Larry Flint's Hustler Club is giving out COVID-19 vaccines this Friday. What a year this is. People are going to the Hustler Club to not get a virus in 2021. Some news from overseas. I read that Kim Jong-un has banned citizens from having mullets or wearing skinny jeans. Right now, everyone's like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I agree with Kim Jong-un. Amazon is in talks, reportedly, to buy MGM. You know the movie studio with the lion? Amazon's thinking about buying it. Won't be long before you'll say, yeah, whatever happened to my cousin Tim? They're like, oh, Amazon bought him. (laughs) 